welcome to the St. Nick's Holy Week podcast, Walking the Way of the Cross. In this series, we will follow in the footsteps of Jesus on his journey to the cross. With each episode, we will draw closer and closer to the moment of his death, and eventually, our final station will bring us to the moment of his resurrection, to the empty tomb on Easter Sunday. Each episode will focus on one of the 15 biblical stations of the cross. For each station, there will be a short reading, followed by three reflections from different perspectives, and ending in a time of prayer. Each part will be read by a member of our congregation here at St. Nick's. The reflections are from Walking the Way of the Cross, written by Stephen Cottrell, Paula Gooder, and Philip North. There are images that accompany each station, which were created by Nicholas Markell. These can be found on our website at stnicks.org.uk backslash Holy Week. You may want to find the one for this episode before you begin. We hope that this resource would encourage you during this week, and we pray that wherever you are and in whatever circumstance you find yourself, you would more fully be able to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ this Easter. For more information or resources, please visit stnicks.org.uk. Welcome to this podcast. Both before and after our station and reflections, we'll have a short series of gathering prayers and concluding prayers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus told his disciples, If any wants become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Once we were far off, but now in union with Christ Jesus, we have been brought near through the shedding of Christ's blood, for he is our peace. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who in your tender love towards the human race sent your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, to take upon him flesh and to suffer death upon the cross. Grant that we may follow the example of his patience and humility and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. We now have our station and our reflections. So we come today to the fourth of our 15 biblical stations of the cross. Peter denies Jesus. If you want to spend a longer time meditating on what is said, do feel free to hit the pause button at the appropriate point. We start our meditation by focusing all our attention on Jesus. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, 
because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. At that moment the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. And now our reflections for today. Today's first reflection is written by Philip North. He broke down and wept. If you want any help with sin, give me a call. The words were attached to a telephone box in one of the more down-at-heel parts of London. It is a generous offer, but one that should probably be declined, not least because of the faulty understanding of sin demonstrated by the person who issued the invitation. Like so many, that person assumed that sin is an action or a series of actions. But the word is a deeper one than that, describing the condition from which negative actions can flow. Sin describes our fundamental apartness from God, our presumption that we know better than him how to run our lives, our refusal to accept the implications of his love for us. Peter weeps out of sin. He thought he knew better than Jesus and could defend him. In fact, he has failed even to show the courage to make a stand for him when challenged and has denied him three times. But actually, Peter's tears were the start of a new way of life. I once attended a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous and was profoundly moved by the testimony of those who had come to see that they had no strength of themselves to overcome their addiction. They needed to rely on a higher power. To deal with sin, you first need to understand that you have no power to overcome it yourself. You need to rely on the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. That's what Peter's tears lead him to understand. As he begins a new life, he shows us how we can do the same. Today's second reflection is written by Paula Gooder. You will deny me three times. What's worse than doing something that undermines someone you love? Mark's account seems to give us the answer here. Letting someone down when you were warned about it in advance and were absolutely confident that you would never do it. This short verse encapsulates powerfully Peter's horror at doing something he swore he would never do. 
The Greek for he began to weep is slightly odd here and not at all easy to translate. In fact, scholars do not agree on how to translate the phrase that literally means something like, and having lain upon, he began to weep. In a sense, however, the clunky, awkward Greek makes the sentiment even more powerful. Peter was beside himself with horror and grief. The fact that the Greek is uncomfortable and makes you trip communicates this powerfully. Peter had done the unthinkable and now had to live with what he had done. The Gospels, each in their own way, remind us that this catastrophic failure was not the end for Peter. In each Gospel, the resurrection account makes it clear that Jesus forgave Peter for his denial. Mark's own version of Peter's restoration is the message given by the angel to the women at the tomb. There, the angel says, but go, tell his disciples and Peter. This could be read as a suggestion that Peter is no longer a disciple, but it is more likely that the explicit naming of Peter is a sign that he is very much included. We know that after the resurrection, Jesus forgave Peter. What we don't know is how long it took Peter to forgive himself. Today's third reflection is written by Stephen Cottrell and is called, I do not know this man. Peter got it right for once. He said he didn't know him. He said he wasn't with him. That was how we were all feeling. We didn't know him. We weren't with him anymore. We thought he would vindicate himself. Wasn't that where everything else had been leading? How could we think otherwise when he rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, just like the prophets said? Or when he declared that the temple could be torn down and rebuilt in three days? But now we just felt stupid and scared. He wasn't the Messiah. We didn't really know him at all. Maybe we never had. And that's how I feel at the moment. I feel stupid. I feel scared. I feel like I don't know him and can't follow him. But I can't let go of him either. I keep thinking that something else will happen that will make sense of all this senselessness. When the cock crows, it isn't just Peter who is reminded of his failing. I know, with the dawn of each new day, that I am not the person I am meant to be, that I have much to learn about love, that his words of peace and forgiveness have not yet entered my soul and changed me, so that even if I was led away, like him I could keep on loving. We conclude our meditation today with a prayer. Lord Jesus, as Peter betrayed you, you experience the double agony of love rejected and friendship denied. Be with those who know no friends and are rejected by society. You understood the fear within Peter. Help us to understand the anxieties of those who fear for their future. To you, Jesus, who gazed with sadness at your lost friend, be honour and glory with the Father and the Holy Spirit, 
now and forever. Amen. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. Let us pray for the coming of God's kingdom in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. Let us pray. Most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, delivered and saved the world, grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Christ was manifested in the body, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed in throughout the world, glorified in high heaven. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. May God bless us, that in us may be found love and humility, obedience and thanksgiving, discipline, gentleness and peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Nick's Holy Week podcast, Walking the Way of the Cross. Join us tomorrow for another episode as we journey closer to the cross of Christ. The readings and prayers used in this episode are from Common Worship, Times and Seasons. The reflections are from the book Walking the Way of the Cross and written by Stephen Cottrell, Paula Gooder, and Philip North. Published 2019 by Church House Publishing. Copyright 2019 by the Archbishop's Council. Narrated by members of St. Nick's Durham. Original music by Sam Rankin. Special thanks to Philip Alsop, Brandon Hurlbert, and to everyone who made this project possible.